What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. The fire is still roaring bright. Our last 25 so minutes with the fireplace roaring, talking NFL football. We got to make it count, mm-hmm. and I think we are going to make it count because I think oh, we've yeah? got a Super Bowl matchup here that is best on best. Something again, like that. Like, I don't want to be the cliche that's like, "This is the Super Bowl, and these are the two best teams around." Of course, that obviously are. on the surface but seems they like are. it could be the case, but not always the case. You get a Cinderella there sometimes, and you have to right. worry that the Cinderella might turn back into a pumpkin. And all of a sudden, you've got yourself a pretty bad Super Bowl. That's not the case with these two. I think the Chiefs proved that they were the best team in the AFC. Proved. Now, they did lose to the Bills earlier in the year, but the Bills needed to get back to Kansas City, and they failed to do so. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that the Chiefs are better than them, and they went through the Bengals, which I think was the clear number two as far as the AFC was concerned. Everything took care of itself, and the Chiefs are the last team remaining standing. As far as the Eagles are concerned... You know, we doubted them for a little bit. Then they were the juggernaut of the team after a couple of weeks. Surprised that they were this good this year, of course, but really from start to finish, they've been wire to wire the best team in the NFC. Of course, you've had the Niners sneak up every once in a while and make people like me and yourself go, well, are they better? Do they have a better roster? The Cowboys from time to time have snuck up there and well, maybe they could beat the Eagles at division rival, but in you know, hindsight, it was always Philadelphia. So I think the two trains that are on this collision course are the best two models we have in the 2022 NFL season. It's a best-on-best Super Bowl matchup, and I think that puts the odds in your favor for it being a very entertaining and very competitive football game. Yeah, I mean, these two teams, I mean, I think Philadelphia for sure came as a surprise of the jump because they were a first-round exit on the road as a wild-card team last year. But from the get-go, Tom, I mean, they started off, what, like 7-0, 8-0, 9-0? And, yeah, they stumbled. Lost to the commies. Right. They stumbled, you know, toward the finish line. But they got off to that 9-0 start or whatever it was. So they, they didn't just, you know, kind of emerge as a team that was worthy of getting to the Super Bowl, they have always been that since the first week of the season. And then the Chiefs are just going to always be that team. As long as both Mahomes and Andy Reid are there, you're always going to have to respect the Chiefs. And to be honest with you, as long as the former in that statement's there, 
It's really just it's, it's really it's, it's more Mahomes than it is Reed, yeah. but. But you're right. I mean, it's a great coach quarterback tandem. Maybe one of the better ones in yeah, NFL history. Yeah, I mean, history. that's gonna. I mean, if they stick around, it's it's more so dependent on Reed than Mahomes, just because Reed is getting older. But if they stick around together for a while, and they get to a couple more Super Bowls, that's up there with Nolan Bradshaw, uh, Walsh and and Montana, Brady and Belichick, Bell, yep. and then it'd be Mahomes and uh, Reed. Who do you think the best? We talked about this on the Madden podcast yesterday, me and Mark. Who do you think the best quarterback coach tandem that never won a Super Bowl was? It's got to be Shula and Marino, right? And that's mainly Marino because Shula won it before. Because Shula Marino. won it and was perfect one year. Um, Don Coriel and um, Dan Fouts in San Diego was a good one. Yeah, uh, Levy, that Levy and Jim Kelly in Buffalo yeah, was a big really one, good too. one. Um, you, uh, well, I just had one. I just had one and I lost it. I don't know. I think those are the Sorry. the three main ones, though. Mm. I, and I, I think Schuyler I had a good one. Marino's just forever in that category yeah. of the non-win, the it's best player to never win. Yeah. So he, he just absorbed Shula into that too with him to make it the best quarterback right. coach tandem than ever. Oh, I had a really a good Bowl. one, and I'm blanking on it now. Oh well. Oh well. You just aren't good at this. Nope. I think that's pretty Sorry. clear. Oh, I was I was gonna say another good one though was Bart Starr and Vince Lombardi. But they won. No, but I'm just saying, put that in the category a, of the, uh, a successful yeah, yeah, quarterback yeah, yeah, yeah. coach tandem. It's going to be hard for Reed to walk away, even if he wins the Super Bowl. Because I mean, like, coaches of, because, can coach because of Mahomes, though, right? Like, it's hard right. to say. I have ten years of winning in front of me. Do I really want to walk away? Andy Reed is oh man, it's not good. sixty-four years old. Yeah, and Pete Carroll, I think, is like getting what, close to 70? seventy. So is Bill. Pete Carroll and Belichick. What's are the, the most? Same what's one of the more mind-blowing things to me? Pete Carroll's seventy-one. Yeah, and I think will be seventy-two. Yeah, so he's got at least five more years, and he does. What blows my mind? Reed doesn't seem like he's as into his health and well-being. Yeah, as right? Pete Carroll does though. <laughs> Just a hunch. What blows my mind, and every time I think of it, I go, "How is that possible?" Is when I think about how when Coach Cower retired. He was. That's a tough thing for him to do. He had a decade of winning in front of him too, with Big Ben. You know. But when he retired, Tom, he's 65 right now. So almost 20 years ago, he was only what, like 47, something like that. How do you retire at that young of an age? Yeah, that's especially with, like I said, the the quarterback that you had in front of you. And the runway of potential winning that you had in front of you. It I think it, it, it really shows that Coach Cower was ready. Like I think that he clearly so. knew that it was. And but the crazy thing to me is too is that he's just stayed in the broadcast. Yeah, he's been booth. in the booth forever. It's not like he's retired from everything. And you remember all the rumors. I think those have finally stopped. But for a decade after he left, was going to come back. And Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers because he's from Carolina. It was always the Carolina Panthers and Bill Cower were supposed to uh, be the match made in heaven. I think that's pretty clear that that's never going to happen. He's not going to coach again. As far as this coach is concerned, though, Andy Reid, he's got the coaching. He's part of. There's a mismatch coaching wise, and he's the favorite as far as the coach is concerned. He's a better head coach, but coordinator wise, the Eagles have some really good offensive and defensive coordinators. Young, smart, up and coming guys. That's not to take anything away from Spagnola and Eric Bieniemy, who have kind of been around the block forever now. Bieniemy with this Chiefs team and Spagnola's been head coach everywhere. Before, yeah. yeah, so those two are great. Don't get me wrong, but 
I kind of think the Eagles' ancillary coaching staff, the coordinators, are better than the Chiefs, but I think the head coach is way better than everybody else. In Kansas City. In Kansas yeah. City, Andy Reid. I just learned But we don't this. know about Sirianni. Like, Sirianni could be the greatest coach to ever live. Like, this is his first foray into right. this. I just learned this. When Andy Reid made his transition from Philadelphia to Kansas City, you know who was on the coaching staff in Kansas City when he got there? Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni. Mm -hmm. And let him go. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have been saying, do you think Sirianni is kind of holding like a little grudge against uh, Andy Reid for saying, I don't want you a part of my team? Like, it's not like he was in Philadelphia with Andy Reid and he chose not to say like, hey, why don't you jump ship with me? He was already there in Kansas City and before the season started in 2013, because Andy Reid came in in like February or March of that year. But before that season started, Andy Reid had let Nick Sirianni go. So there's a whole web of coaching uh, of coaches. Well, going how about on this? Here. Every single coach to take a Philadelphia Eagles team to a Super Bowl has either before or after that point coached the Kansas City wow. Chiefs. Wow. Dick Vermeil okay. coached the Kansas City Chiefs 2001 2005, took the Eagles to the Super Bowl back in the 80s or late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Andy Reid uh -huh. was obviously yeah. the Eagles head coach, took him to that Super Bowl. Now he's the Chiefs head coach. Doug Peterson was on the Chiefs staff before he went to Philadelphia to win that Super Bowl. And as you just mentioned, Sirianni was in Kansas City when mm -hmm. Andy Reid got there. So That's pretty cool. Every Again, it's not like they went from Kansas City to Philadelphia. Yeah, no, directly. Sometimes it happens after yeah, the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you've been a coach for the Eagles that have been on the sidelines for one of their four Super Bowl appearances, you've also been a coach for the Kansas City Chiefs in some capacity in your career, mm -hmm. too. So that's a, a weird coaching web thing that's going on there as well. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enough about the coaches, though, because they're only, sure. you know, a minutiae part of the game. The players are what matters. I love how we're getting the best player in football, in my mind, Patrick Mahomes, versus who I think is the best roster in football with the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. A best on best is the best you player, made, better than the best team. You made, we've been talking, we've been kind of throwing NBA analogies or references in these past couple of episodes. You made one earlier though this week about how it was kind of like LeBron going up against the Warriors. It kind of years is. ago, yeah. Now, now, the Eagles are undefeated, like would right. be what the Warriors were then. Best right, 73 and 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Historically great team wins wise, but yeah, but we we said thought the Warriors were the best team that year. But, but we've LeBron's also said we've also said we think this Eagles team is better I think than the is. Eagles team from what four years ago, five years ago. I think it is a better team. I mean, their weaponry on offense just is so much more impressive to me. Uh, they can still run the ball as effectively as ever because their line is still amazing. But I think Hurts is better than Foles, even though Foles had an amazing game in that Super Bowl right. in that run. 
But he is better. The wide receivers are so much better I mean, now. It's not Remember, the receivers back then in, in Philadelphia were just kind of names. Alshon like, Jeffrey. Alshon was the only really talented one. Do you remember? Do you remember? Alshon Jeffrey couldn't hold a candle to A.J. Brown. Do you remember when there was like this news report, local news report in Philly, and there was like a house fire or something, and this random guy came upon it, stumbled upon it, and a, like a, a kid or something. I'm... I'm not getting the details right, but the gist of it was a kid was there, and he, like, caught the kid from falling or something. And he goes, yeah, man, I just <clears throat> I just knew I could do it. I'm like Nelson Aguilar who can't seem to catch a friggin' ball ever. Like, <laughs> this guy is, like, saving lives, and he's and, – and Nelson that. Aguilar is still under their skin so much. That. I do remember that. That's such a great clip. I'm not like Nelson Aguilar, Aguilar out there. Thank God he wasn't the one that was Exactly, that something kid. like that. Yeah, their receivers are so much better this time. And it's kind of like they didn't lose a step from anything that they did great back when they won that Super Bowl against New England. They've just gotten better in almost every single category. Like, and it's kind of the anti-Steeler way, right? Like, instead of status quo, we keep things to, uh, consistent around here, and that's how we continue to compete. This team, aside from, like, Kelsey, Cox, Johnson, and a few other guys... This is a completely different team than the team that just won a Super Bowl five years ago. Like, they tore it all down, and they built it back up, and now they're in the big game again. Like, I'm not saying that there's a right way and a wrong way to run your organization, but they're kind of proving that the way opposite of what the Steelers do can work, too, because they're in their second Super Bowl in five years, but with a completely different team. Yeah, I... I, It's kind of weird how it's been such a short window from that Super Bowl against the Patriots, right? It's not like it's been a decade where, like, this we're debating, this is the first time they've gotten to the Super Bowl since 04 with McNabb and T.O. and Namdi Asamoah and Andy Reid. This is a much more recent trip that they've gone to the Super Bowl. Uh, again, it's so hard to think exactly what year that was. I believe it was the 17-18 season. So it's five years later. To think how much turnaround there has been in five years. Like you said, they still have certain guys. Kelsey um, on defense. They have uh, the one guy on defense. Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox, Fletcher thank Cox, you. Lane Johnson. Lane still Johnson there. also on the offensive so still, line. But like those are all time. I think like, like you're not gonna get rid of those. And I guys. think Miles Sanders was like a rookie. A baby. It was a baby. Yeah. Back, not the back he is no. now. And the running game too. I mean, like, he's Miles Sanders has always been talented. He was I, never he never took like the 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 helm of like the best running back in the league. But right now, I mean, that is the that is the most powerful running offense in the league. Uh, Jalen Hurts just set the NFL record for most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in an individual season, regular season and postseason combined with 15. No one, no other quarterback has ever gotten there. If the Eagles as a team go over 100 yards rushing, they're 14 and 0 this season. Isn't that wild? They're the best running football team in the NFL, and I think I mean won. all four of their touchdowns on the NFC Championship game were via the ground. Were via the ground. They're they're a ground and pound team, which is why I think one of the biggest matchups in this Super Bowl, Jacob, is Jason Kelsey versus Chris Jones. That Eagles mm. interior offensive line versus Chris Jones. If Chris Jones and the Chiefs defensive line can stop the Eagles rushing attack, I think they got a really good chance to win the game. The Chiefs do. They're going to score points because it's Mahomes. That's that's a given. But if they can stymie that Eagles offense into having to pass the ball, 
I don't know if we're 100% sure what Hurts' shoulder status is. Mm -hmm. They haven't really had to pass the ball at all mm -hmm. in this playoff run that they've been on. He hasn't been tested much. Make him have to throw the football. And again, this isn't a me bashing the guy and making him out to be like what so many people make Lamar Jackson out to be like and say, oh, he's just a running back back there. If you make him have to throw, you're going to win. Hurts is a really good thrower of the football. But again, that injury could still be plaguing him. And it's clear that the Eagles are much more effective, and Hurts is a lot more effective when the team is running the ball with great success. So I think Kelsey and that interior line versus Chris Jones is huge. Chris Jones has to be a game-breaker. If he can stop that Eagles rushing attack and the Chiefs offense can start to get up a little bit on the scoreboard to where the Eagles can't keep trying to run the ball, I think that goes well. That connotes well for the Chiefs winning the game. So that's a big matchup I'm looking at is Jones versus the Kelsey and inside of that line. Yeah, especially, too, now that Chris Jones had the performance he had in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, and this is another best-on-best, best, by the way. First team's right. first team All-Pro versus right. first-team All-Pro. Right. I mean, round of applause for Chris Jones because, honestly, kind of a kind of a Cinderella guy for the depoy this year, too. Completely underrated Has player. always been really great. All the way back since that 2018 AFC Championship game against the Patriots. I mean, he's been a force. Has always been really good, but hasn't gotten that recognition of player of the year. He doesn't get the buzz of a Donald or a Hayward. But you know why? Watt. You know what's probably a huge contributor? Because he's on the same team as Patrick Mahomes. Maybe. So offense is going to dominate that, that, that team. He's clearly the best player on that defense, though. And he's clearly Oh, yeah. That deserving. defense isn't like an Eagles defense where they have... Four guys with double-digit sacks. No. It's Chris Jones and everyone else. But the Chiefs' defense is second in sacks in the NFL. It's just there's it's, an ocean of a gap between them and so the It's so wild. That but, yeah, Chris Jones, very underrated player. And on a Hall of Fame trajectory, really, not going to get his depoy this year just because I think Bosa was so dominant in San Francisco. But he's worthy of a Defensive Player of the Year award, that's for sure. And I, I agree with you completely. I think he's one of the more forgotten about players in the NFL when you think of dominant defensive players. People don't go to Chris Jones, and they probably shouldn't go further than like five players being named before you get to Chris Jones, right? If you're going defensive dominance, like, like you got Donald, you got TJ, maybe you throw Miles Garrett in there, like, I don't, Micah Parsons, Chris Jones doesn't Bosa, and then you're at Jones, right? Like it's but just, it doesn't you don't think, you don't think like it. he's the next logical guy. He's so damn good. Like maybe you'd say, I mean, you're just going up front. Is that all you're doing? No, I'm just going because like maybe impact. you could say like Sauce Gardner's up in that conversation. Getting now. there, probably. Let's let's First see team one. All pro. Let's see one more. First year. team All Pro is rookie year. It's not, not too bad. Be running back a deep hole like Chris Jones. Let's see for sauce. Okay, but maybe that's because he—that's because maybe he was a lock to get the rookie. Maybe I mean, I—I I believe I believe the only player in NFL history. And I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. The only player to win a uh, defensive player of the year as a rookie. You know who it is? Got to be prime, right? No. Oh no 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 no, no. It's what many consider the best. Defensive player of all time. I love how you're like, oh, prime. No, oh, he sorry. stinks. Are you saying no, I'm saying terrible guess. What many people consider to be the best defensive player of all time, Lawrence Timmons. His name's Lawrence Taylor, but very good. Lawrence, I said Lawrence <laughs> Timmons. <laughs> Lawrence Timmons Shows was an okay up. inside no, linebacker. No, it's not. Oh my god, you're an idiot. It's not prime. But how could you think that? It's obviously it's Lawrence, Lawrence Timmons. Timmons. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor did win Rookie of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. He won Defensive Player of the Year his first two seasons. Wow. Back to back. I mean, he was, he was he pretty was great. good. He was great, yeah. I meant modern. Like, so what? Donald. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you're, you're not going to get far down the list before no, you get the Giants. No, 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 no. I will say this, though. I said it on our show on Monday, or earlier this week. I think Jason Kelly's, Kelsey's a top five player. Right, 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 right. right. You now. put that respect. You think, okay, here's a question. Here's and I'm question, worried that right? he's going to retire after this game, so I think Jones and that Chiefs front might get all of what Jason Kelsey has left. He's just going to give everything, everything that he has everything. and give, say, like win or loss. And, uh, I love yeah. you, man. Give it everything you got. Give it everything you right. got. Uh, him. So because we went over that list, you believe that Kelsey is better at being the center than Chris Jones is being at the defensive end, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I saw, wait, wait, wait. I, so I know we already did our prop bets earlier. I did see one in our, in our last episode. We listed through them. I did see one. I think you'll like this one. There's a bet there with plus 100 odds, obviously. I'm not really sure wh- how much. Um, for both Kelsey brothers to score a touchdown. Oh, that's got to be like plus 55. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, that's just throwing your money How away. do you get Jason Kelsey a touchdown? Does he pick up a ball in the end I get, That's the only way like, he can do it, right? Like, they're not going to send him out on a route because he's snapping the ball. He's playing center. Like Unless it's some... Funky lateral play. Like, he's not going to be tackle eligible, is what I mean. Like, yeah. Because he's snapping the football. He's snapping the football. You can't make him. It's going to stick out like a sore thumb if they do a formation where Kelsey's lined up yeah, that wide. Yeah, right, right, and, right. Someone right. else is snapping the football. Right. So, that's a crazy prop bet there. Another one. Wait, Did you see just, the thing about the mom? They wanted, There's a petition going around where, about Donna side, Kelsey to do the coin the, toss. No, they oh, wanted Oh, because she'd be the most unbiased. The coin toss. Yeah. Not that. They weren't thinking that they were just thinking it would be, It'd cool be nice thing to do. very very humble answer from mrs kelsey or miss kelsey on the subject she said there's so many people on that field that deserve to be there and this is their biggest moment of their life i don't need to be some sort of sideshow distraction to that. i like that wow like a very humble answer from the kelsey from family the kelsey are a good matriarch. lot right i think so and first time a pair of brothers have ever played there's a couple first first time that two black quarterbacks have played each other in the nfl right. in the super bowl and the first time that the brothers have ever faced off against each other right. in a Super Bowl. So we got a couple firsts going for us here. So I do you remember a couple or like a decade or so ago, I can't believe it's been that long, when it was the Harbaugh Bowl. Mm-hmm. And there was first the time bet that they were coaches. There was a bet of how long is gonna be the post game handshake. Do you remember the post game handshake between them? It was like well They should have fought each other. Everyone right? was like, Oh, it's gotta be long. It was like six seconds. So yeah. everyone who took the under cashed out. So I wonder what the I mean, Jim just lost. I'm sure he doesn't want to Yeah. I'll see you at Thanksgiving, Johnny. Yeah. What a great game. Like I want so I wonder what if there's a bet on the post game embrace between the Kelsey brothers. How I can't wait to listen be. to the podcast that they have a podcast yeah. together. Well, they did, they did one this week. week. <laughs> I can wait to see this week's fine. Next week's the one that but I can't like, wait. That is crazy to me. And I, what I liked was Travis wore a Bearcats hat yeah. instead of a Chiefs hat. Kind of like a, I'm not trying to like be all cocky and say I'm They both went to Cincinnati. Well, yeah. And, that's uh, what I'm saying. I think it was funny too. Jason said after the Chiefs beat the Bengals that this was the last time he's going to be a Chiefs fan all year long. Like this is it. Like, I'm yeah, done. right. I'm done right. being a Chiefs fan now. I, yeah, I wonder if the winner comes on with, like, the T-shirt and the hat. His, the, his mini Drew yeah, Lombardi right, trophy, right, a big right. cigar in his mouth. I could see Travis doing that. Jason seems, Absolutely. Jason seems a little more reserved. But Jason is also, you remember the underdog thing? He was the one who was wearing the dog mask that year. And remember, he wore the, uh, what do you call it? Like, the big... 
like the Aladdin style hat when he was on the stage like at the, the parade kind of thing. Yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. And he was like yelling into the microphone like crazy about the Eagles the last time they won. He was the one who orchestrated all of that. The Kelsey brothers are absolute one of a kind when it comes. They're to showmen. The NFL. They are showmen. Yeah. We were talking about the Pro Bowl and how you need charisma, players with charisma to carry it if this is the route you're going to go. That's your 1A and 1B right there. They are absolute showmen. Do you think Kelsey has 100 yards in him this game? I think I would take the over on Kelsey receiving yards, dude. I, I think every over for gonna Kelsey. He's going to get like 1,000 targets, Why right? wouldn't you? Because they just deactivated or they just put Nicole Harmon on the IR. And activating Clyde Edwards-Alaire off the IR isn't going to do you anything. Mahomes has just got to be sitting there going, they're a better team. I just lost McCole Hardman. I obviously have to use Juju and Tony and all these other players eventually. Valdez Scantling had some big plays for me against the Bengals too. I got to go to Kelsey almost every single freaking time though, right? Because this is it. Like Dan Fouts said in the Waterboy, last game of the year, Brent. I can't hold anything back. Can't hold anything I got to throw to Kelsey 15 times if that's what it dictates. And he's always open. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who in the middle of the field they need to it cover. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. So It just doesn't matter. Any, Meatballs. Any over that you can take on the Travis Kelsey train, I would snatch that up. He's going to have over 100 yards. He's going to have over 10 catches. He's going to have a touchdown. Yeah. I'm putting it all I'm putting my name on all of that. Do you think it's possible that if they win if they win the Chiefs, he gets MVP just because of how <sighs> it's so tough because who's thrown him yeah, right. every it's, time? Yeah, right. It's not like it's, it's like it's, that fantasy thing where you have Kelsey but your opponent has Mahomes. So it's like great. Every time my exactly, guy gets help, Mahomes yeah. scores. I mean, that's a nightmare scenario, but it's not like it's it was a Foles or a Purdy who could give the ball anywhere he want, but he has to give it to Kelsey. And you just know Kelsey's the better player. You know what I could see, though, that would help Kelsey's case? Say he does have this crazy 10 catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown. What if Andy Reid gets a little tricky in the red zone and Kelsey ends up throwing a touchdown pass to somebody? Then maybe. Well, he... (sighs) I mean, here's another. Tom are they going to run that play where they yes, do like the, not the ring around the rosy, but the, a Tom yeah. Stradamus prediction? There will be some shenanigans. Oh, the absolutely. Kel- Kelsey to be. will be under center yeah, or there something has like to be. that. They, he loves to do that stuff. The ring around the rosy thing. You can't do that in a Super Bowl. That's how that, is that's that play way. not allowed? No, it's allowed. Question. Oh, it's allowed. It's just frowned upon because the league is that's so kind of making a mockery of the other team. You can't do that in a Super Bowl. And you know what? If you want to play Ring Around the Rosie against the Raiders and Josh McDaniels towards the end of the regular season, that's fine. You think that's going to go over well with Sirianni and the Eagles in the Super Bowl if you do that kind of stuff? I don't. But that being said, Reed can't help himself when he gets down to that goal line. He exactly. just loves to do the misdirection, I like, the, the eye candy plays. I like your take is if he does win another Super Bowl. Does he enter the top five conversation? I think he does. I would say he might be even three. He might be the number oh, three. Oh, that is so hard. He might be. I mean, Nolan and Belichick are pretty firm at one and two right now. I don't know. I don't even know. Like, Belichick is one, but, I mean, all my love to the Emperor, but I don't know if Nolan is really number two. He is. Like, sh- people are going to say Shula. People are going to say Walsh. People are going to say Lombardi, Hallis. Mm-hmm. They are going to say that. Probably should have won as many Super Bowls as Chuck. I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Hallis and Lombardi won their championships in that era. Like, you can't say they didn't. Yeah, and then, but and then Lombardi won. Lombardi did win uh, two Super Bowls at the start of the, that era. And then Bill Walsh won, what, three or four? Three. three. And then Shula won two. 
I get it's not four. I get it. But they, it's it's like, remember how I always say to you, it's that second Super Bowl win that established that you. That puts you into this conversation. Yeah. 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 We well, you know who's a coach that should be in this conversation that's not even in the Hall of Fame, and it baffles me. This is an aside, but it, just, you know, doing Super Bowl research. Okay, yeah, who? Mike Shanahan is not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he has two Super Bowl yeah, rings he does. with Denver. Was also a head coach for the Washington football team. They for were a long time. Else for, for a long time. Denver and Washington, both right. for a long time. Right. His influence is felt in offenses around the NFL. By his... By his own kid, but also uh-huh. just by offenses in general. Like, his style of offense, his zone running scheme, mm-hmm. has been mastered and copied by a lot of people. How's that guy not in the Hall of Fame right now? Mm-hmm. Like, that, you can't tell the story of NFL football without no, Mike Shanahan, can you? I agree. That's probably one of the bigger missteps in Hall of Fame. Voting process, would you You sound like Patrick Mahomes there for a second. I'm very upset. (laughs) Right, right. like that's a big misstep by the Hall of Fame that Shannon. I bet you he'll get in eventually. Better hurry up. He's getting. Is he getting old? old? He's getting pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see him actually witness himself go in. Yeah, that's always a shame when you don't like. We know what happened with Donnie Shell. Yeah. An atrociously long time. You don't want it, and that's why you don't wait that long. You don't do the. Oh, we'll get him in eventually because you're racing against the clock mm-hmm. when it comes to these guys sometimes and and Shanahan's one of them but yeah talking about Reed just put it this way he'll for sure be in that top five conversation if he gets his second ring I think so we expect Andy Reed to and he's do the only things. coach to win 10 playoff games with two different franchises Crazy. which is and not only I saw that and only coach to get to five consecutive conference championship games with two different teams and he's hosting the he, this time around, he's hosted every single one. I, he hosted a couple of them with Philly, too. But in Kansas City, everybody's coming into Arrowhead. Everybody's coming into my stadium to, to play this AFC Championship game. It's, it's been remarkable. I mentioned my big key. One of my big keys being Kelsey versus Jones, Eagles line versus Chiefs defensive line. Another massive key is how Mahomes' mobility is. If yeah, Mahomes is that can knee move, a problem? Is that like a problem? Ankle. It's ankle. ankle. Yeah. If his ankle is a problem, which I don't think it will be because he's had a lot of time to recover now. And let me put it this way, Jacob. We saw how he looked against the Bengals. Not perfect, but definitely better than you'd mm-hmm. probably expected him to look. He's not going to look worse than that in this game now. But after having the a pressure is going to be worse. Pressure is going to be a lot worse because it's a historically great pass rushing team. <laughs> Mahomes' mobility is the X factor to beating that Eagles pass rush because even if, like with Hassan Reddick against the Niners, he just kept working whatever backup tight end they put on him, and he hurts Brock Purdy eventually. Mahomes is going to get away from Hassan Reddick if he's the first guy that, like, the first guy there. The first guy. Mahomes usually makes miss. But it's the second and third and fourth guy. But that's all you need to do sometimes is make the first guy miss, bounce to the outside, and then hit Kelsey with an amazing throw across your body. Also, I think that. Although this Eagles pass rush is better than the Bucks was a couple of Super Bowls ago when the Chiefs just got swallowed by Tampa Bay, the Chiefs' offensive line is in a better spot than that offensive line was for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, yes, they're facing a tougher opponent, but they've also upgraded their unit. And, again, I just think Mahomes can draw from that experience in that Tampa Bay game and say, you know what, if the pressure's getting to me too often – I know how the story ends if I play it like I did against Tampa Bay last time. I need to adjust a little bit. But if he's feeling 100%, I'd be very nervous if I was Philadelphia because as great as your pass rush is, he's the one guy that might just be so good it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I, I we just talked about Travis Kelsey possibly winning the MVP for that team if 
if he does some crazy things on offense that are aside from just pass catching. But even if he does, Tom, it's so hard for me to see that the Super Bowl MVP going to anyone other than Patrick Mahomes on Kansas City if, if they win. He's, he's too special of a player. And to be quite honest with you, unless it's like some Miles Sanders record-breaking performance or the defense has it's like gonna go to Jalen Hurts. It's going to go to Jalen Hurts. I don't know about that one. Because to me, Tom, the way this game can be won more, so, more easily for the Eagles is on defense rather than offense. And kind of like it reminds you, it reminds me of at least the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl, right? Even though they were scoring on offense, you had to give the defensive MVP to someone on defense because they completely shut down Peyton Manning. So, like, I'm not saying that's going to happen again. It's going to be a blowout and Mahomes isn't going to be able to do anything. But if the Chiefs are limited to, like, what, like less than 20 points, something like that. I would have to give it to someone on the defense for Philly. And that won't be hard for me to do. I understand if it's a high-scoring game and the Eagles, if it's like both in the 20s or maybe if they, as we said, it could be the fourth time ever that both teams get to the 30s, then I could say, yeah, you got to give it to Jalen Hurts because that means he did his job on offense. All right, well, for triple play, I, I don't really know what to do here. You went I went 6-0 last, last week, week because we made the games way. So what's so the, you're in front now. You're in first so place. So I won. But, I mean, did you really win, though? I mean, I got to Did you won. really pick more games you than me? You made the rules. To make it interesting for our listeners because so I was the record? you What so are much. the records? I'm statements? down by one. I'm only down by one. 30 and 32 and one, and you're 31, 31 and one. So you got to make this worth two points. Yeah, so, okay, you know what? Or just make it worth three because it's still a We'll make this goal. interesting. Okay. Since I'm behind, I'll actually pick first this time. I'll take who I think is going to win this game. Wait, 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 mm-hmm. wait, wait, mm-hmm. wait, every week we've got the person who does better that previous week. What was the sentence you just said a couple sentences ago? You what? made the rules, right? <laughs> oh, no. All right, fine. Do well, what I'm you just thinking do. because like you're going to yeah, pick- do what you got to do. Make the rules. No, who do you want? Who do you think is going to win? No, I, no wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to hear no, your I idea. I wanted to hear no, your idea. My idea Give was me- just to pick. I'm going to pick first. I'm going to pick the winner of the game first. And who do you think is going to win? Who do you got? I got you Philly. Th- yeah, That's who I have, too. Right. I thought it could be really easy if you were just like, I got the Chiefs. Do you want to just, here, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. Just despite you, I'm taking the Chiefs in this game. In okay. this triple play game. I do think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. But as far as this exercise is concerned, screw you, Jacob. Okay. Man. I'm winning this damn thing. What's I'm the taking the Kansas City right Chiefs. Now. Let's just pick the money. I think it's like one and a half. It's, it's gone back and forth so many Who's times. Who's winning the damn Money Super line? Bowl. Yeah, I'm going You got Eagles. the Eagles. I kind of got the Eagles too, but I'm picking the Chiefs for the purposes of this exercise. Here's the thing, though. Who's your MVP if the Eagles win? Um, that is tough. Oh, my God. That is so hard. My MVP if the Chiefs win is Mahomes. I just think it's inevitable. If they win, he's going to be the reason why they win. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll say Jalen Hurts. That's your best bet. It's, it's the best bet is always the, the quarterback. It's the safest bet you can always have, that's for sure. If it if it were going to go somewhere on defense, I feel like it had to go to Hassan Reddick, or somebody just has like two picks in the game. Or right, like that's like the that. thing is that you don't know where the sacks are coming from. You don't know where the where the turnovers are coming from for the Eagles. What song do you think Bad Girl Riri is going to perform oh, first? First, Umbrella. I don't that's think it's going to be Umbrella though. That's kind of too cliche, right? There's usually odds out to see. You well, excited? that's a, that's the thing. About when we were talking about the show. We, yeah, I think it's a great. I mean, 
Did you like last year's? The L.A. scene oh, with great. Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and was it Mary J. Blige? You know who else liked it last year? Evan McPherson, the kicker from the Bengals. He did, because he didn't he go, go in the locker, locker room at halftime. <laughs> um, I, I don't really know her... Yeah, I'm not super, super familiar with uh, all of her Bad songs. Girl Riri's yeah. entire catalog, uh, but I think it will be a phenomenal show. I mean, like she's one of the greatest performers. All right, here we go. Ready? This is according to the Action Network. Number one favorite to be the first song. Don't stop the music. That makes a ton of sense. They don't stop that music. That's just like a good like get the crowd hyped up kind of thing. Uh, then number two is Run This Town. Okay. Kind of a little slower, though. I don't know if that... Like, not slow, but you know what I mean. Like, What's the one that she did with uh, Eminem? That's uh, that's another prop bet. Uh, I don't know exactly what the song is called, but a prop bet is that he another. will show up. And, and it's him. Uh, Jay-Z for Run This Town is one of them. Right. And then... Uh, what was it? What was it? The, uh, oh, Drake for work. Drake was another one that mm. people... That meant they the work, Monster work, work, was work. the Eminem song. Oh, no, he was in Run This Town. Eminem too and Jay Z. I think it was just Eminem. Oh no 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 no! Eminem was "Love the Way You Lie." You're terrible at this. I you. I told you I'm not good at. I say I say things that are right. Then you tell me that I'm wrong. Then you go, no wait, you were right. Never mind. Okay. I like. I don't think I'm not I arguing like with you because you're right. I like "Don't Stop." Run the music. this down is with Jay Z. Love the way he lies with Eminem. I like Don't Stop the Music to start. I think that's a great bump, 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 bump. Everybody's having a great time. Uh, but I'm excited for the Super Bowl halftime show. I think it's a good it's a good, uh, yeah, a good, good booking this yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. Did you miss any of our show today? Guess what? No worries, because you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts like The Drive with Dale and Matt, Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, our show, The Steelers Standard, and many more. All are available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever podcast it is here super bowl 57 will be getting underway very shortly depending on when you're listening to this podcast it could happen in like 10 minutes from now that opening kickoff so enjoy the game it should be an all-time classic at least that's what we're hoping for we'll be back again next week to recap it all he's jacob Recht. i'm tom opperman and this has been the Steelers standard live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.